Oh boy, I knew I'd get this question eventually. My good friend Caitlin asks, carbs or keto? Oh boy, in case you don't know, the ketogenic diet is a fat majority diet. Most fat burning, fat loss diets out there really put a heavy emphasis on fiber and protein. Um, Atkins diet was big on protein and veggies and going low on carbs, but this keto diet is a little bit more crazy than that. 70, count it, 70% of your daily calories in the form of fats. That is a lot of steak and cheese. That's a lot of bacon. That's a lot of, whew. I can't even think of all the, the crazy fat food on top, off the top of my head. But it's 70%, 70, 75%, uh, I don't have the exact numbers, fats, 20 to 25% protein, and 5% carbs. It is one of the most extreme versions of low-carb dieting. Why do you do that? It's not just for the sake of, of low-carb dieting. They're trying to put their body in something called ketosis, uh, basically where your body produces uh, this little substance called ketones. Um, that's a whole other science topic for another day, and Anchor only allows me five-minute episodes, so Google ketones if you are very curious. But what is my personal opinion on carbs versus keto? Once again, not a registered dietitian. Take my words with a grain of salt. But carbs have a purpose. Fat has a purpose. They are both energy sources, and they are both forms of energy for a specific activity. Your body burns predominantly fat from low activity to medium activity. So me sitting at this chair in the nutrition office or uh, my nutritionist's office, hanging out, doing podcasts with you, it doesn't matter how energetic I am in my seat, spinning around, I'm burning fat. My, the majority of the calories going through my system right now are fat calories. Then there's a certain level of activity, certain level of intensity where fat is no longer a viable source of energy. Then we go into carbohydrates, stored sugars as my form of energy. It's called glycogen. And in case you're wondering any science buffs, the point where you no longer burn fat and only burn sugars is called anaerobic threshold. It's because not enough oxygen going through your system, therefore not enough fat being burned, gotta call in the sugars. And like I said, those are high intensity activities. Now, the biggest mistake I've seen so many people make is they'll go hardcore workouts with a keto diet. Are you freaking kidding me? Just think of it. This is running east looking for a sunset. This is this is I'm just thinking of opposite method to opposite result metaphors and I can't even think of them off the top of my head. Just ah. Uh. So you are trying to give yourself as much low intensity fuel as much low intensity fuel as possible for high intensity activities. Ah, just came up with one. You want to drive in NASCAR yet you're filling your car up with dog shit fuel. The low octane, regular, regular. Not racing fuel, low octane, regular gas. You get out of Sitco, you get out of BP. 
That's what your body's feeling like. Like I said, carbs have their place. They are used for high intensity activity. My athletes are all on a moderate carb diet. All my athletes are using carbs to fuel and replenish after their training and their workouts and their competitions. There's a reason why there's Gatorade tanks on the sidelines of every single sports event. And that's why championship coaches get Gatorade dunks. Cause it's there. Cause the athletes need it. There's not, there's no bacon grease dunks <laughs> for all I know. So fat has its place, carbs have their place. That's my long opinion short. Oh, right after I hit the stop record button on the carbs versus keto question, I realized I didn't directly answer the question. I just gave you guys a general opinion. Would I say no to a ketogenic diet? I would say this. Low carb dieting of any kind, ketogenic or just general Atkins, they are good temporary measures. You do not, and I repeat, you do not want to go on these types of diets long term. You will not sustain it. You will not stay on it. You're, worst of all, your body will compensate for it. Your metabolism will slow to adapt to the process. You will require less and less calories as time goes on. You, to be dead honest, based on every paleo style low carb diet, Atkins low carb diet, keto low carb diet, the first few pounds you lose, the initial 10 pounds you lose is water. You're draining water from your muscles. You're draining water from your gut. You're taking some toxins with it, sure, but yeah, that's all the first week of 10 pounds on an Atkins diet ever does is water and toxins. Congratulations. You are less bloated. <laughs> That's all that happened. But then your body will then compensate for that. Slow its metabolism down um, and do all sorts of crazy things. But one good thing about a low-carb diet, one really good thing, is it creates what's called insulin sensitivity. So the moment you come off the low-carb diet, your body will then absorb carbs properly. Now, when a body doesn't absorb carbs properly, it converts a lot of those stored carbs that you take in, it converts it to fat for later use. That's what's being called insulin resistance. To be insulin sensitive is when the, bo when the body stores the carbs in the muscles and the liver where it should. And now it's free for use in high intensity activity, like it should. So, as a rule of thumb, I would, if I was ever to recommend a low carb diet to anybody, I would definitely say it's a temporary fix. You're gonna gain the results back. Don't stay in it longer than two weeks or else you'll sustain long-term metabolic damage. There's been so many people in my training career that I have witnessed and said nothing where some superior, so-called superior trainer above me put them all on low carb meal plans over and over and over again. And the yo-yo effect has been just off-putting. 
but I was in no position to say otherwise. I was in no position to speak up. If you are, if you are one of those people who have trained with me before and somebody else did the meal plan and now you felt these effects over this time, I am very sorry. I apologize. I should have said something. I should have told you, hey, this is what to expect. It's not your fault. Whatever weight you have gained since then is not entirely your fault. A good chunk of it isn't your fault. I'm sorry I didn't warn you. I, I'm deeply sorry. But now going forward, I'm going to tell anybody on a low-carb diet, it's only temporary. It's never, never sustainable long-term. All right. Put my foot down. I'm happy now.